Today's daf is Ayn Beis. We are holding at the Mishnah, the middle of Ayn Aleph Amud Beis. So let's do this. Mishnah has a little bit of Chazara from a sugya that we learned earlier. Let's take a look at the Mishnah. Zog the Heilig Mishnah. Amruloi. So the uh, people asked the person, either they saw that he was dying, or even if not, if he has no children, to prevent his wife from falling to Yibum. So they asked him, would you like a get to be written on your behalf? to give your wife so that she would not fall to Yibum when you die. So, Now, this is a very important point because his instruction to them was right. Now, Rashi tells us that there is a Svara that we've had encountered already before that when a person tells someone right that he's makbid that you don't have anybody else write it because it's an embarrassment not to be able to write yourself. So it shows you're not Ma'aris. So therefore, when the instruction is given over right, you don't have the capacity, the ability to tell anybody else to do it on your behalf. So he said, Ksovu, you should write it. So Amul is Sofer, but they did not do that. They went and told a Sofer, these eight, they went to Shluchim, went and told a Sofer to write it. Because when he did it, and they also told Adam v'chasmu and sign it right again not per the instruction of the husband even though they had it written and they had it signed and they returned it to the husband and the husband might have at that point acquiesced and gave it to the the wife it's still get bottle the get is not bottle because it was not written halachically appropriate because it did not follow the appropriate instruction we'll get back to this now when is it going to be a good get ad only if he himself the husband would directly tell the sofer you write it kasov and he tells the Adim directly, Ule Adim, Chasomu, you sign it. Now, the Gemara basically has, has, has two scenarios over here. One scenario, it doesn't work. And then it's telling you another, the Mishnah is telling you one scenario, it doesn't work. And the other scenario is telling me when it does work. But the Gemara is going to ask a question that these two scenarios seem to be contradicting or conflicting scenario, halachically based on the machlokas that we had before and we're going to encounter it again later on in the Masechta between Rav Meir and Rav Yossi. Now let me just set, out, set forth the machlokas again outside before we eat it inside so we understand the, contra- the, the way it works. According to the opinion of Rav Meir, any time you have two Adem, Two, if you're instructing two people, whether you say kisvu or whether you say tnu, they have to do it themselves. They're not authorized to get somebody else to go ahead and do it. If you're talking to three people and then you say to them kisvu, if you use the words kisvu, you write it. Again, because of the svar we said earlier that there's an embarrassment factor then they have to write it themselves and they cannot pass it along. But if you never said the words kisfu to them and it's three of them and you said the words tenu, tenu can mean facilitate that it be given and since the three can function as a based in, so according to Rav Meir, mili mimsu they have the capacity to instruct other people to write it and sign it and even deliver it because all you said to them was tenu and they can function as a based in, that would be sufficient. 
According to Rabbi Yossi, he says that whether it's two people, whether it's three people, you do not have the capacity, they do not have the capacity to tell anybody else to write or sign it. Whether you said Kisvu, whether you said Tanu, it makes no difference. The only way it can work is if the husband himself instructs the sofer to uh, write it and instructs the Adem to sign it. So you have there a machlok between Rav Meir and Rav Yossi. What the Gemara is going to say is our Mishnah seems to be ruling like one opinion in the first part of the Mishnah and the second opinion in the second. So the second part of the Mishnah is clearly like Rav Yossi because it says that the only way the get works is what? If the husband himself says to the sofa, you write and it says to the Adem, you sign. The Chorot Mashma, there's no other permutation that could work. That clearly is not going like the opinion of Rav Meir. That's going like the opinion of Rabbi Yossi. But the first half of the Mishnah seemed to say that what is the problem with the case of the Mishnah is because he instructed them right. Implication would be that if he didn't say Kosovo, but he would just say to them, Tanu, and you'd have to say, there's at least three people there. But I mean, if you said Tanu and there would have been three people there, what would be the din? It would be okay. That would be going like the opinion of Rav Meir. So what is saying is the inference from the first part of the Mishnah is much more going like the opinion of Rav Meir. But then it tells me the second ruling of the Mishnah, that implies that we're going with the opinion of Rav Yossi. It's Rav Meir in the Reish and Rav Yossi in the Sefer. That's the problem that the Gemara has. Let's see it inside. Says the Gemara like this: The reason why it's no good in the Reisha is time of the law Amar Tnu, because he never said Tnu alone, right? Anytime you say Kisvu, they have to do it, but Tnu alone would have worked. It's Mashmal because you never said Tnu alone. Ha Amar Tnu, if you would have said Tnu alone, and you have to say as Rashi says, there would have been three there. They could function as a base and facilitate it, get written and get signed and get delivered, and it would have been okay. So, money, whose opinion is that going like the Shita of Rav Meir? Rav Meir, he the Amar Mili Mimsur Lishliach that there are times where instruction, even without doing an action, an instruction alone can be transferred through agency using a base tip. So, Amos Sefer, let's take a look at the second half of the Mishnah. It says that the only way a get can be written with the instruction of the husband is Ad Sofer, until the husband himself tells the Sofer, Kesov, and to the Adim, Kesomu, that's also Lerabiyasi, the Amramili Lamims in the Shlich, the husband does not, if he tells, the husband tells the Shlich something, the Shlich does not have the capacity to transfer it over. The husband himself has to say it directly. That's going like Rabbi Yossi. So Reisha Rav Meir is safer Rabbi Yossi. It's asking a bit of a question. The Gemara says, you know what? When you press, when you, when, you, when you backed up into a corner and you have no other way to learn it, you're going to have to say yes that the Mishnah is reflecting two different opinions. In the Reisha is the opinion of Rav Meir, and the Seifa is the opinion of Rabbi Yossi. Not so gashmat to do that in one Mishnah, but that's what we have to say. Comes along a buy. I'm not willing to say that. I want to try and make this Mishnah go all like one opinion. How are we going to do it? So, Abaya Amar Kulu Rav Meirhi. The entire Mishnah can follow the opinion of Rav Meir. So, how are you going to explain? And you have to be a little dre. You have to explain it like this. How do you explain? Explain like this. Wait like this. The ratio of the Mishnah fits Rav Meir fine. Because the ratio of the Mishnah said, since you said Kosovu, and you never said only Tnu. It's much if you would have said Tnu, it would have worked. 
That's fine. The Seifa, why is it saying the Seifa? You have to tell the husband directly and you have to, uh, uh, you have to tell the Sofa directly and you have to tell the Aim directly. Means, and if you don't say Tnu, that's how you have to read it. If you don't say Tnu, then this is the only way you can do it. Means that's how you'd make the whole thing go like, Rav Meir. Says the word that's still a very strange way to structure the Mishnah. If the Tana of the Mishnah wants to tell me the uh, extreme case, he wants to tell me, this is when it doesn't work, and then he wants to tell me, and you know what's an extreme case when it does work, then what would have made more sense? What would have made more sense to show in the Seifa? Not to say a case where your husband has to do it when you don't say Tanu. The case where it would work when it would be is if you showed what? And contrasting the ratio. The ratio when you don't say Tanu. So what should you show in the Seifa? What case should you show where it does work? Well, you did say Tanu. That would be the logical way to structure the Mishnah. Says there. It should have said it doesn't work in the Reisha because you said Ksovu and you never said Tanu. And when does it work? Not when it works because the husband does it. It should say and when does it work is when you do say Tanu. And you know, that's really just a simple way to read. So that's a very difficult way for Rabbi to explain the Brai. So Ella somewhere rejects it. So Hagab Mayaskinon is the law Amal Beit Lasso. Says I'll tell you the way to read the Mishnah. The read the Mishnah is we're talking about when there's less than three people. You see, in order for Tnu to work, you have to have that they could function as a base and with three. So therefore, says Abai or whoever the retra- who's doing the retraction over here, we're talking about there was only two people there. So therefore, it makes sense over here. The Reisha, it doesn't work because you said Kso, Ksuvu. And it's so much less than three people. Tnu would have worked with three. But even if you said Tnu, really, it's not going to work over here because you only have have two. So therefore, the only way it could work is what? The husband has to do it directly. That's the only way it would work. Direct instructions. Direct instructions. So says says, is we're talking about your instruction was to, that was to less than three. So Mora says, still it's difficult in terms of the structure of the, of the Mishnah. Because again, let's put, put it in, 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 in perspective over here. Is that it's telling you it doesn't work. It doesn't work because you have less than three. When does it work? So why do you have to say when does it work when the husband tells? Yeah. You know, the better, better way to say when does it work is when you have three. That's what it should have said. Because the why we want to, we, the better thing to do is to show a case without the husband having to do it himself. So say, I understand when you have less than three, it doesn't work. But then just tell me, you know, when it does work is not when the husband does it, when it does work is when you have three. Again, that would have made more sense in structure. So when it says, Ella says the more like this. Again, third shot. Is that Kula Rabiosihi? Maybe we could say it all goes like Rabiosi. Now, the problem with the goal, all going like Rabiosi, it wasn't the problem from the Sefer. The Sefer fit well, because according to Rabiosi, no, any permutation is still going to require the husband going himself to the sofa and the husband. Not necessarily, says the Gemara, because now this opens up the can of worms we had before. Remember, there's a situation of Idin of Amr, Amru Imru. <laughs> You have to wait, please. Yeah. Wait, wait. So what it says like this. So what it says as follows is that Amra Imru. Amra Imru means is that the husband, it doesn't work for the Shliach on his own to tell him. But if the husband empowers him and says, I want you to do it, so there were opinions that Amra Imru can work. 
So basically, maybe the pshat over here is as follows. The Reisha, the Reisha, I'll tell you, it doesn't work, is because he never said Amru Imru. The Dirk in the Reisha is not that when would it work is when you said Tanu. No, that's not the right Dirk. The Dirk in the Reisha would be, it doesn't work because you never said Amru Imru. But if you would have said Amru Imru, then it would work. And if you don't say Amru Imru, then the only way to do it is if your husband does it himself. But if you learn the Mishnah that way, then this way... The whole thing could be going like the opinion of Rabbi Yossi. So when it says, Elakula Rabbi Yossihi, Fahach of Mayaskinan is the law Amar Imru, is that we're talking about where the husband did not give over the instruction, he never said to them, tell the sofer or tell the Adim. Okay. So therefore, but if he would have done it, it would have worked. So when it says, there's two problems with that. Number one, Iachi, Ad Sheyomer Imru Mi Again, the same, the structure is, if you want to tell me the case where it doesn't work, and you want to contrast it to a case that does work, then the case in the way it doesn't work because you never said Amr Imru then the case where it does work shouldn't be the husband does it himself what should it be mm-hmm. the case where you did say Amr Imru so therefore structurally this terrace doesn't work but there's a bigger problem with the whole thing over here is we're going to show as we did a few days ago is that Yossi himself is of the opinion that even when you say Amr Imru it doesn't work so this doesn't work according to Yossi either so why is it like this for Od me motor of Yossi but Amr Imru does Yossi hold that Omer, Omer Imru does empower the Shlichim to get somebody else to do it. That now Mili becomes okay. Mimsel Shlichim works when it's Omer Imru. I'm going to show you it doesn't work. Vahatnan, we learned in a Mishnah. We're going to see this Mishnah. We haven't had it yet. It's coming up. But the Mishnah said, Ksav Sofer Ve'eid. If you have the handwriting of the scribe and an aide is signed in it, kosher, the get's a good get. Now, obviously, it's very difficult to understand because the get to be a good get, you need to have two signatories. And here you only have the sofa, the handwriting, and then, so what does it mean? So, I'm Rav Yirmiya. So, Rav Yirmiya explained the pshat in the Mishnah is as follows. There are going to be alternative pshat in it. But the Pshat of Rav Yirmiya is Chesam Sofer Shaninu. That when it says the writing of the sofa, it doesn't mean his handwriting. It means his signature. It means that you can rely on a get that is produced and based in where there's two signatures. One happens to be the signature of the sofa, and one has to be a, a standalone an aid that could be taken together to be the two signatures needed on the get. Now Lachora, what's the chiddush over here? So it says no, there is a big chiddush over here because. We said like this. We said that sometimes the uh, the person who's appointed to find the two adim, if the instruction would have been have two adim sign on it and get the sofa to write it, the sofa will be very embarrassed because the sofa said, "What am I, chopped liver? It's okay for me to write it, but it's not okay." So the person giving the instructions might sometimes feel embarrassed and say, "You know what?" You don't, uh, the, 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 the husband allows you to sign as well, which would be in violation of the instruction, would not be a kosher get. So, Lechorah, why aren't we worried about that? So, the reason we're not worried about it, because he's going to say, it's going like Rabbi Yossi, that holds that mili la mimser lishlichus. Since mili la mimser, no one can tell the sofer, the husband says, that you can write. Because it can't, because it has to be the husband doing it directly. So if you find the signature of the sofa, then you know what? It must be the only way the sofa would have signed, it's all directly. But if you tell me Amar Imru works, 
According to Rabbi Yossi, you still have the problem. Because if the, uh, if the intermediary told the sofa, the husband said that I should tell you to do it, and it works, you still have the problem. Must be that if you go with the sheet of Rabbi Yossi, you don't have to worry about Amar Imru, because even Amar Imru would not work. So we've proven that Rabbi Yossi does not hold of Amar Imru. Let's see it inside. So like this, Amar Rabchista, said, who is the Mishnah going like that you can rely on the signature of the sofa with another a signature and you don't have to worry that it wasn't following instruction it only can go like Rabbi Yosihi that a shliach is not empowered to tell the sofer to sign it well if a shliach is not empowered to tell the sofer to sign it then you know that if the sofer signed it it must have been the husband told him directly now if you want to take the position that it's true on his own a sofer cannot a shliach cannot tell the sofer to do it but if he had direction instruction he was Empowered by the husband, Omer Imru, he's able to do it. Lechore, you still have nothing kumine but you still have a destruction coming out of this. Because the zimnin, the Amr lehu l'shnayim, sometimes the instruction of the husband will be tell to two people. His instruction was, tell the sofer that I only want him to write, and I want you to get two other people to sign. And because of embarrassment, the intermediary, the agent, told the sofer, the, the embarrassment of the sofer, we have to worry about, and he'll go and sign the sofer as one of the signatures. And it wasn't from the instruction of the Husband, and therefore it would be just, it would be a, 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 a it would be an invalid get. So why don't you have to worry about that being an occurrence? Could only be one thing because according to Rabbi Yossi, Amar Imru does not work. So therefore, back to our problem. So therefore, you can't say it's all going like Rabbi Yossi. So therefore, it's not all going like Rabbi Yossi. So we have the promise: the Reisha is going like Rabbi Meir, the Sefer is going like Rabbi Yossi. Reisha, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yossi. We just have to go back to the fallback. The fallback is, you're right, that the Mishnah is reflecting two different opinions. Ravashi wants to give it his shot and try and make it not go like two different opinions. How does Ravashi learn? Ravashi says like this, I could still make it all like Rabiosi. And it could be that Rabiosi holds that Amar Imru doesn't work. And I agree with you, Rabiosi holds Amar Imru doesn't work. So how can you make it all go like Rabiosi? So says Ravashi as follows. Let me explain it outside and then we'll see it inside. There is a style of writing a Mishnah. It was called the Lome Boye. Lome Boye means that you write the most simplest case first. It means you, for sure this case, this is the Din. And, but, and then you build up. And then even this case, even this case, even this case, means it's a way, it's a, it's a, a, a pedagogic way of teaching something that you start with the simplest case first and you build up. So what Rabbi Yossi said, Rav Ashi says, instead of looking at it as two separate rulings, and then the problem is that the inference from the first ruling contradicts the opinion of the second ruling, let's look at it as really one ruling. Basically, it is one ruling showing you the extremes on both sides. It's like a lumibon. We're starting with the simplest case. In the simplest case, this will not be a get. 
in the simplest case, will not be a get. Because you're dealing with two people. You didn't say Tnu. You didn't say Amr Imru. You got all the reasons why it shouldn't be a good get are in there. But then the way to understand, fill in the gap, because the gap's not written in the Mishnah. But the way to fill in the gap is, even if you keep adding layer upon layer of why you think it might be good, it's still not good, because this, this is all going like Rabiosi. And therefore, according to Rabiosi, the only way it will be good is what? The final ruling, which is what? If the husband himself tells the sofer and the husband himself tells the aide. So therefore, if you run it that way, so it's not a standalone ruling to make an inference and ask a kasha from it, but it's all showing, it's showing the extremes from the simplest case until the only case that works, but it's all under the jurisdiction, a jurisdiction it's all under the ruling of Rabbi Yossi, then we can explain the Mishnah going like one sheet. So let's see it inside. So Ravashi Amar Kula Reb Yosihi for Lomi Boyek Amar. I mean, there's not the 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 technique that's being used here is the Lomi Boy. It's not necessary to say Lomi Boy Hecha the Lo Amar Tnu for sure. Where you didn't say Tnu, even Reb Meir holds you didn't say Tnu. It can't work. But El Afilu Amar Tnu. Let's build it. Even if you said Tnu, it won't work. And Lomi Boy Hecha the Lo Amar LeBeit Loso. And for sure, if there wasn't a base din, it won't work. But El Afilu Amar LeBeit Loso. But even if there was a base din there, which according of Meir, when you say Tnu with a base didn't work, it still doesn't work. Why doesn't it work? Because you all we're going in the sheet of Rabiosi. And even if you, and for sure, if you never said Amar Imru, it doesn't work. Amar Imru, it's Amar which there are opinions that hold it could work. But even if you said Amar Imru, it won't work. Namilo, it won't work until what? There's only one, ex- uh, uh, one scenario that it works is if the husband does it himself, that's the only way it works. And it all goes like Rav Yossi. And Tanya Kavasid Rav... No, Tanya Kavasid Rav Ashi. And the Brisa is, uh, follows Rav Ashi. Rav Ashi, who accepted the fact that Rav Yossi says Amr Imru does not work, we actually have a Brisa in Rav Yossi that says clearly that Amr Imru according to Rav Yossi does not work. Not like some opinions that said that according to Rav Yossi Amr Imru does work. Clearly doesn't work. What? What's the sheet? Where do we see this? Because it says like this. Cause of sofa lishma that even if the sofa he wrote it with all of the right intentions he wrote it he wrote it lishma v'chasmu edim lishma and the edim signed it lishma avo bishe kasmu v'chasmu v'nasnu lo and even if they wrote it and they signed it and then they gave it to the husband v'nasnu lo and the husband went and gave it to her. Hare get bottle. The get will still not be a valid get. The only thing can make it a valid get is Acha Yishmu Kolo unless the husband directly instructs the sofer and directly instructs the Adim. Ad Shayishmu Kolo Shayomer le Sofer Ksov so in the case we gave where the agent told them to do it and even if they did it with a shman at all it doesn't work this is going obviously like the opinion of Rabbi Yossi that it has to be done directly until I, uh, right. now the, so the, the, it says like this it says that you need two things it says after Yishmu'u Kolo. So Yishma'u means they have to hear directly means that's the only way it works that's telling me that what doesn't work Amr Imru does not work. that Clearly, he doesn't agree by Amr Imru. Now, Kolo brings back yesterday's stuff. Remember, we said yesterday that by a Cheresh, 
you can give it over b'ksav. The instruction can be done b'ksav. It doesn't have to be that he does it verbal. So the, this Bryce that says, no, in order for it to work, it has to be kolo, is la'afuke, and Rav Khan, Rav Khan Amarav said yesterday, is that you can supplant verbal instruction for written instruction <coughs> Clearly, this Bryce does not agree with that. The that it does not work unless that that it's in in, in a verbal instruction, not written instruction. Okay, let's go weiter. Now, this Mishnah is going to be focusing on the following premise: is that what that if a husband gives a get and says, "I want this get to work after I die," the get's not a good get. Why isn't the get a good get? Because ain't get la achamisa. Why is there no get la achamisa? It's actually a shaila in the achronim. One opinion is because the husband is not around for the to exe- for the transaction to be executed. If he's not around, he's dead. Others say it's because as soon as he dies, the ishus is broken. So once he dies, the ishus is broken. There's nothing upon which the get can be executed upon because there's it's a mess. It's a it's a it's a, it's a hakira the mafarshim deal with over here. Rashi seems to say one way in in in, in Ksuvis and in Gitni says a different way. But that's the the bottom line is ain't get misa. So what happens as follows? Let's go through. Zegitech im masi. So he said, this will be the get. I don't know if you say it's a sum of that. He says, this will be the get if I die. Or this will be a get uh, if it's implied is that I don't make it through the sickness. It means when I, the sickness, uh, uh, I succumb to the sickness, it'll be a good get. Or is the clear case. So all three of these have the same problem. Is that the get is only being chal after he dies. So lo amar klum, because there's no chalos get after misa. However, what if he said, mehayom imati? From today, uh, if I die, and from uh, from now, if I die. So basically, in this case, the if I die is not telling me when the get should work. It's just that it triggers the stipulation to work from when? From now or from today. So retroactively, it's to a point where the husband is alive. So then, that would work. So basically, if it's a, the timing, it should take place after I die, that doesn't work. But if the dying triggers the tnai, the stipulation, and works from before, it works. Now, what if a person said, Mahayom, Villa Achar Misa? Now, this is a difficult expression, because it's not implied a stipulation. It could be, it could be a stipulation from today and after, not if I die. It says, and after death. So Rashi explains is that the Tana is, is Masupik. He's not sure. Does this, is this a stipulation like saying from today if I die? Or maybe the person started saying from today and then he changed his mind. And he said, you know, from today, no, no, after I die. And therefore, if that would be the case, then what? It, be. it wouldn't be a good get. So therefore, so get the Eino get. We're not sure. It might be a get, might not be a get. Now, what is the primary reason a person would want to give the get? Why? To protect her from having to fall from Yibum. Since we're not sure if it's a get, it might be a Yibum situation. On the other hand, if it's a good get, it won't be a Yibum situation. So therefore, it makes, when the person dies, you have to have Chalitza, because you have to take into account that maybe it was not a good get. But on the other hand... It, you cannot allow Yibum. Why can't you allow Yibum? Because if it's a good get, then it's Eishas Achish Mitzvah. It's a Kares. So therefore, you have to do Chalitza Misafik. 
Now, last case. So this seems to fit the second categories of things. That's a valid condition. He says that this will be a get from today if I succumb, if I die from this sickness. Now what happened was is that at some point in time, the person's fever broke, the person seems to be feeling okay. He goes, walks around, goes shopping, and then he gets sick again. Comes home, gets sick again, v'cholav mace. Now what's the Shiloh? The Shiloh is that the, the sickness that he died from, is that a new sickness? Or is it really, the person, sometimes the person, they, they get better before they get worse, right? So therefore, or is this really, really the same sickness? If it's the same sickness, then the stipulation kicks in. That if I die from this, sickness, then from today it will be a good get. But if that sickness the person really was healed from, and it's a new sickness, then what? Then the get's not a good get. So therefore, we have to evaluate this person. Bring in the corners, bring in the... the, 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 And they have to figure out, if he died because of the first sickness, it would be a get because of the stipulation, the valid stipulation. But if he died, it's a new sickness, and a get would not be a good get. Okay. Now, the Gemara now analyzes our Mishnah and wants to seem to say that there's a contradiction in our Mishnah. Because our Mishnah started off, one of the, for the first expression was, Imati, uh, that, Imati, uh, if I die from, uh, this is a good get, if I die from the sickness. So, Imati, we said it's not good, because Imati implies after death. Imati. So, Imati is mashma la'achar misa. Right? That's what it's mashma. So when it says, Alma imati is kala dami. So that would, the first rulings would teach us. Imati is mashma, it's not a good get because la'achamisa. The problem is, mahadartani, mahayom imati. But he said, if he said mahayom imati, then we said, mahayom imati is a good stipulation, is a good condition. That's like saying, mahayom, uh, uh, there was like saying, mahayom, um, uh, 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 from today until I die. But it doesn't mean after, that it should take place after I die. Now the problem is like this, is we had a third category where, where it was ambiguous, where the person said, Mahayom Villa Achar Misa. Not, uh, not, uh, we're there, we said, we're not sure it's a stipulation or not. But Imati on its own, if Imati on its own is Mashmala Achar Misa, so when you put a Mahayom to it, it should still create the ambiguity. It should be Mahayom Villa Achar Misa. Because Imati itself, you're telling it means Achar Misa. So why is it when he said Mahayom Imati, it's clear it's a stipulation that works. Why? It should be the ambiguity of like saying Mahayom Villa Achar Misa. It should be no different. So says the Gemara like this. That it does work. So Alma, then we see Imati means love. It's not considered for So how, make up your mind. How, how do you translate the words Imati? So Amrabaya, Imati, It's true, the word Im, the word Mati, has actually two connotations. It's Mashma, it's Mashma from now. 
But it's also mashmala achamisa. It could also be mashmala achamisa. It is how you are using it which is going to make the dis- distinction. Amrle, if you put the words mahayom together with, with the words ma'amati, or you put the words ma'achshav imati, so then it's command amrle ma'achshav dami. That clearly means, it means from now, it doesn't mean that I want it to take place for achamisa. But if you never said lo amr lo mehayom, if you never use the words mehayom, and you just use the words imati on its own, then we take it to mean la'achar misa. Then it's command to amr la'achar misa dami, and that's why it's not a good get. Alright, let's go weiter. So ze gitech imati lo amar klum. So we're going to have now a sugya that's based on two rule of two rulings of Rav Huna. The first ruling is the first version of it anyway is going on the first case of our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said zegitech imati. What was the ruling on the first case of our Mishnah? Zegitech imati. It says lo amar klum. Lechara, what does that mean? If you would just read it, it means lomar klum means that it's not a get at all. And if the woman dies. I mean, if I mean the husband dies, then the you would be do you'll be able to do yibum. Comes along, Amaravuna vecholetzis, and you need chalitza. So says the Gemara. One second. What do you mean you need chalitza? Ha lo amar klum ketani. Our Mishnah said lo amar klum. It means mashma that the get's not a good get at all. And if the get's not a good get at all, then 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 no, and then you should be able to do yibum. Someone says like this, Someone says, no, that Ravuna seemingly is understanding the Mishnah saying, meaning is that you cannot do, it's not a definitive get, and therefore, she would still be Osir, means your point of giving the get would be that therefore, if the husband dies, she's Muteris to everybody. No, it's not a good get in the terms of that she's still Osir to everybody, that it didn't have function like you wanted the get to do. However, but we cannot say that it's vale a good get and that let it do yibum it still remains a suffix so says the Gemara that can't be shot in the Mishnah because the Mishnah the third category of the Mishnah gave examples where there is a suffix and instead of saying Lomar Klum that said Choletzis that implies in the first category when it says Lomar Klum that means it's for sure Lomar Klum it's not even a it's not a, it's not a Chalitza it's a yibum from the fact that the third category of cases was Chalitza, Michlal the Reishi of Uminami Meyavma, it's Mashman, you could even do Yibum in the first case. So therefore, how are you going to explain what Ravuna was saying? Says the Gemara, let's explain it outside and see inside. What Ravuna is telling us is telling us a different Tana. He says, even though the ton of our Mishnah, which is the Chachonim, said, Hareze Gitech Imati, it doesn't work. Why doesn't it work? Because it's saying Zeg get laachar miso. It's like, and you didn't say if you said maachshav mahayom. That's nice. There would work. But since you never said it, the Tanah by Mishnah holds the get is no good at all. Same so get imati doesn't work at all, and therefore the woman could even do yibum. Comes along Rav Huna and says no. There is a sheet in the Tanoi, and we're going to see the opinion of Rabbi Yossi, and he holds that even if you don't say the word mahayom. It's built in, and therefore it's not so posh that you can do Yibum. What is this opinion of Rabbi Yossi? Rabbi Yossi holds in Masechus Baba Basra, in Perak Nochlim, Rabbi Yossi says that the date in a document by Matana, and we're applying it even by Shtar, having a date in it, the fact you put the date in today, functions as if you said Mahayom. So therefore, even if you say Im Mati alone, 
But the fact you have the date in there, what does that mean? It's like saying Mehayom. And therefore, he disagrees with the Chacham. The Chacham don't agree with that. The Chacham say, date alone is not enough. You have to write the word Mehayom. Rabbi Yossi, you don't have to write the word Mehayom. So says Rav Huna, according to Rav Yossi, therefore it's not so partial you can do Yibum over here. Because it's like the date makes it like a Hamehayom. So it says like more like this. So Matnisin Kirabonon, Einachinami. The Mishnah is going like Kirabonon, you don't rely on the date, you have to say Mahayom. Ravuna telling you the, ru- the ruling is that you can't do Yibum, that you still only can do Chalitza, is going like Rabiosi. To Amr Zmanashul Shtar Mechiachalav. The Zman in the Shtar is considered like a Hayom. It, it, it supplants needing to say Hayom. So says the more the obvious Kasha. If the Zman is considered Considered like mehayom, then why is there a suffix? Chalitza's mashmet a suffix. But if you hold that he's going in the opinion of Yosi, then what would be the case? You said that it's like mehayom imati. What should the ruling be? It should be a good get. And if it's a good get, you sh- forget about no yibum. You shouldn't even need chalitza. There should be no need for chalitza over here. So why do Rav still say that you need chalitza? So Moses is like this, the Rabbi Yossi, if he's going, Rav is going in the sheet of Rabbi Yossi, then Chalitza nami boyu. you shouldn't even need Chalitza. Maybe Rav Huna is telling you that he's Mesupik, whether we paskin like Rav Yossi or not. And says, since it's not clear that we go like the Chachamim, and this man might be Mechiach like a Mehayom, so therefore it's still a suffix, still it's a suffix, you still have to do Chalitza. Maybe that's what Rav Huna was saying. So Moses says, L'chora, Bechitei Masafke Leil Rav Huna, Ihil Chazuk Rav Yossi, Eina Chazuk Rav Yossi, I'm going to show you that's not the case. I'm going to show you that Rav Huna never had a suffix as to what the was. Is that really a suffix? We know the Rabbah got sick. So our Ravuna and Rav Nachman went to meet him. So Amalei Ravuna Rav Nachman. I guess Rav Nachman was the more prominent of the two, and therefore he was afraid to ask questions himself. He said he asked Rav Nachman, you know what? Boy me nay, when we go see Rabbi Baravua, ask him, Halacha Rav Yossi ain't Halacha Rav Yossi. Let's find out, is the Halacha like Rav Yossi, or is the Halacha not like Rav Yossi? So Rav Nachman answered him, he says, I'm a lay, time is Rav Yossi lo yadano, Halacha boyle. I can't understand, if a person only said imati, why would that still be good? It's the Achramis, there's no matana lach, just as a no get lach, there's no matana I don't understand Rabbi Yossi altogether. Why would I even be asking if the halacha follows Rabbi Yossi, said Rav Nachman to Rav Huna. I don't even understand Rav Yossi. Why would I ask? So Rav, Na- Rav Huna said to him, Amale, you know what? I boy me ne halacha. You just ask what the halacha is. And afterwards, I'll explain to you the shita of Rav Yossi. The time Rav Yossi, Ana Amin I'll explain to you later. So, Boy Minei, so Rav Nachman asked Rabbi Baravua, what's the halacha? So, Amalei, Hachi Amarav, halacha, ke Rav Yossi, decided. The halacha is like Rav Yossi. So, Labasa de Nafak, after they came, left the presence of Rabbi Baravua, so Amalei, so Rav Huna explained to Rav Nachman, this is shot in Rav Yossi. Hainu time Rav Yossi. Kasavar, the reason why if a person said imati alone, without saying ma'achsha, without a yom, it works, even though it's ma'achsha should be la'achamisa, because the zmano shall star mechichalav. Having the zman is as if you said ma'achsha, as if you said mehayom. So therefore the point is, and it was clearly decided, that's the halacha. It seems to be accepted that halacha. So it's not a suffix in Rav Huna's mind. It's vare that the halacha follows Rav Yossi. So 
it's vare the halacha follows Rabbi Yossi. So in the case by get, they said imati. It's like saying mahayom imati. So then the get said the get. Why do you even need chalitza? We're still at that point. Everybody with me? So Gemara says like this. I have to explain this outside and see it inside. The one I was going to say is that what Rav Hunas, perhaps Rav Hunas Sofak was as follows. The case in Yesh Nochlim was, in the case of Yesh Nochlim, the person actually, uh, the, the, the person, uh, 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 the case over there was, uh, the person said, Im, uh, Imati, it was written in the document. He wrote in the document, he wrote, that, uh, uh, that, that this will be a good gift. Imati, uh, if I die, it'll be a good gift. So that's where he said that, that the Zman that's written in the document functions like a, like a, um, a saying mehayom ma'achshav. And that's why it works in the case in Yesh Nochlim. However, the case over here is that the person never said the person never said imati, that stipulation, he never said it in writing. It was only done verbally. Now, why does Ravuna have a doubt in such a scenario? Because Ravuna says like this, it's one thing to say, if the person's taking the time, he writes the date, and he writes the words imati, so it's saying, misa. fine. The achshav im meisi, I can say that. But maybe the fact that the person, at the time that's given again, throws in the words that imati, in, verbally, then what? Then maybe it's not, you can't say that this man is considered to be a ma'achshav on the tonight. Let's see the grade. Because God got the gadget, because of Gilchos, so, Shalasrullah, Omer Zegitach, Imati. Hilkar Rashi. Hilkar Lo Dami Lishtar. Therefore, it's not the same as the case of the star. Shekaven, Shekosavatnai, Etzalazman. In the case of the star, the Zman was written by the words Imati. So you can read it as if he said, Ma'achshav, uh, in, in Macy. But in the case of the get, when did he say, if I die? He didn't write it in the get. He just said it at the time that he gave it. Maybe in such a case, the Zman that's written in the star cannot be looked at as a, uh, at, as a ma'achshav to the condition of he said, if I die. And therefore, all you're left with is what? As if he said, if I die, and that wouldn't be a good get. So therefore, it's not a question of strong, it's not, a con- it's not connected as one condition. And therefore, maybe in that case, that's why as Masubic, Itaka might not be a good get according to Rabbi Yossi here. And if it's not a good get according to Rabbi Yossi, you at least need Chalitza. That's what the Gemara wants to say. So says the Gemara like this. So Elam Esavkele, what Rabbi Yossi was in doubt or considering, is Iyama Rabbi Yossi Baal Would Rabbi Yossi agree that the Zman is Mechiach if it's done verbal? The, the, the tnai or ilo amar maybe he wouldn't agree Rav Yossi didn't hold that says the Gemara mima safkale is that true does Rav Huna really have that suffix v'hatnan we learned in the Mishnah harayze gitech imbosi mekan v'yud beis chaydish if a person said that I am giving a get that uh, 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 if I don't come back in 12 months then the get will be a valid get. That it's not considered to be a good get because the chalos of the get could only be chal after the 12 months and the person died before the 12 months. 
That's the ruling of the Mishnah. Comes along, Vitania, now by the way, uh, that's, or it, was, it, was, it was a verbal, it's some, it was done verbally. The get was written, and that was the condition was done verbally. Vitania law, we learned in a brisa that Rabbi Seinu, there was a group of rabbis known as the Rabbi Seinu, they said, you know what, it is a good get. This woman does not get yibum, she does not need chalitza, she's able to get married. Why? Vamrina and man, Rabbi Seinu, who? What's the basis for this Rabbi Seinu? Person never said ma'achshav. If he would have said ma'achshav l'achiyud beis chodesh, so then it could work from retroactively. But they never said that. So who's it going like? So I'm Rabbi Yehuda Amar Shmuel. It's beidin of the Shara Mishcha. It's the base din of Rabbi Yehuda Nasiya, the grandson of Rabbi Yehuda They were the ones that said that even though there was original takana that oil of a goy is osur, they were matir oil of the goy, and they were also make a love here to say that this woman, even though the guy uh, died within the twelve months. It is still considered to be a good get. Why? Savri like Rabiosi, because they paskened like Rabiosi, that even though the person never said Me'achshav, but the Zman that was written in the get made it like a case of Me'achshav, and therefore it works retroactively so the person was alive. Now that case was verbal. So what do you see? That if you rely on Rabbi Yossi, it does not have to be the condition written in the document. It could be even if it's a verbal condition, the Zman in the document can be attached to the verbal condition. Well, if that's the case, then where are we back to our problem? That if Ravuna Paskins like Rabiosi, why does Ravuna have a suffix that he makes it that you need chalitza? That's the question. So Ella says the Gemara, Mesavka i alocha Rabiosi balpeo ein alocha You're right. He Paskins like Rabiosi, and Rabiosi clearly said he's din both b'ksav and he said when it's balpeo. What Ravuna's mesupak is, we Paskin the halacha was given like Rabiosi. Maybe that's only if the condition is in writing, but maybe when the condition is balpeo. Maybe in that area we do not paskin like Rabbi Yossi. And that was the suffix of. So even though the base din of, of, of Yehuda Nasir, they actually they held that way. But he, when he got the psak from who was it that Rabbi Ravua, he wasn't sure if that was the psak that it goes the halacha or not. That was says more like this. Again, the Gemara says, are you telling me that his Masupik of the Aloha is in the case of Alper? Is that true? Rava said like this, what happens if a person says, Harei Gitech Imati, V'sha'ena I'm sorry, Harei Zegitech Imati, V'sha'ani Meis, alright? So, Harei Zeget, he said, I raise a get. He never said, we don't see if it's a case of ma'achshav or not. He just said, I raise a get imati, v'sha'ani meis, and that I die. So, shani meis is the same thing as saying imati. I raise a get. But if he says the words, when I will die, or la'achar miso, he says, I raise a get, la'achar miso, ain't a get. Then it's not a good get. Now, what? So one second. So hechidami. What's the case? What's the case when the person says imati or shani meis? Then it's a good get. But when he says shaamos or laachamis. It's not a good get. What's the case? Hechidami. Ilam mehayoyim. If the case is talking about where you said mehayoyim, so the point is that if you said mehayoyim imati or mehayoyim shvashani meis, then it makes a stipulation. But if you said kesha amos or you said v'laachamisa, that 
there you cannot say it's a good get because the person is not making it a stipulation. He's more emphasizing it'll be a good get when I die. So in that case, maybe that's what the case is. But then the point is, so then it's going like the sheets of the Rabbonon. So then he's just repeating our Mishnah. That was Rabbonon of our Mishnah. So why do you have to say what the Rabbonon, why did the Amora Rav have to say what the Rabbonon Mishnah? So obviously he's not going where you said Mahayom. So if you're not going where you said Mahayom, so whose sheet must he be going in? That was our Mishnah. El Alav, it's the law Amalei Mahayom. Well, if you never said Mahayom, then how could the first two cases be good? Imati Vishani Get, Harezaget, must be going like Rabbiosi. And the Chorah, what do we see? That Rav is Paskning, that's the Halacha, even if it was done verbally. So Shmamina, Halok Rabbiosi, even in a case where it's not written, even if it's verbal. So Moran says, that's not a Kasha. That was Rava. Rava could hold there was no Sophic. Ravuna maybe held that there was a Sophic. Or else you could tell me like this. It's true that the Rachomim in our Mishnah do say, they make the, they, they say, and uh, uh, that it's, uh, it, it's, uh, uh, that, that, but, but, but they don't have all the cases that Rava said were not written in our Mishnah. So maybe the reason why Rava's saying it is to teach you two of the cases that were not written in our Mishnah. Our question is, what Rava's saying something that's written in the Mishnah? Because there were two examples that Rava was using that was not in the Mishnah. So it's really going like the Chachamim. So you can't bring me a Raya for, for Abiyos. It's going like a Chachamim. Why do you have to repeat what's in the Mishnah? Because it's saying two, two cases which were not in the Mishnah. So therefore, like this. Let's see, what were the cases that were not there? So says the Gemara, uh, where is the case? Uh, um, uh, so, or else you could say, the two cases, the Shani Mace. Okay, is like an immati dami, and kashamus is considered la'achramisa dami, which is not read, those two things were not in the Mishnah, that's what you need it for. So this was all one version of Ravuna, where Ravuna said on the first case of our Mishnah, imati, that you need chalitza. Now we have a second version of, of Ravuna. What's the second version of Ravuna? Some learn Ravuna is going on the third case of our, of the third case. What was the third case of Mishnah? It says, a person said, because I get like the Chachamim. On that, Amar Rav Huna, he says, that's only the Chachamim. But according to Rav Yossi, Cholet says, you will need Chalitza. So if a person said, so then, According to Rab Yossi, it's as if he said what mehayim or meachshav harezegit meachshav laachar misa, and you would need chalitza. Now, why would you need chalitza over there, even according to Rab Yossi? Because this would be like the case where it's an ambiguous statement. According to the Chachamim, when you say, if you say, oh, it's like an ula achar misa. When you say mehayom imesi, there's no shaila. And according to Rab Yossi, if you said imesi, it's like saying mehayom imesi. But what if you said harezegite? Le'achar misa. You never said im. So then it's like saying mehayom achar misa. So same way as the chachamim, when you say the words mehayom, it becomes a suffix. So even according to Rabbi Yosef, you don't say the words mehayom. It's as if you, this man makes it like you say mehayom becomes a suffix. So that's what Ravuna is saying. So I'm Ravuna, Lediva Rabbi Yosef, and it's choletzis. So Moses says, that's still pshita, it's obvious. We know what does Rabbi Yosef say. Rabbi Yosef, whenever there's this man, you pop in the word mehayom and ma'achshav. Now since the chachamim, when you have the word mehayom and the achshav, you need chalitza. So then according to Rabbi Yosef, when you don't have the mehayom and 
in that case you need chalitza. So what is Rav Huna trying to be mechadish to us? And according to Rav Yossi, in this case you'd need chalitza. Obviously, because according to Rav Yossi, it's if you said hayom, and according to Rachamim, that's the case where you need chalitza. So what's the chiddush of Rav Huna? Someone says pshita made a safer since in the end of the Mishnah the Rabbana when you said mahayom ula acher misa it's cholitzas. So Reisha in the first part of the Mishnah where you never said mahayom, but according to Rav Yossi it's also as if you said mahayom nami the Rav Yossi cholitzas. So why do I need to tell me that Rav Yossi would say in this case you have chalitza? So one is going to answer this is a third tani. The Tana of Rebbe. Rebbe holds that even in the case where the Chachamim say you need Chalitza, Mehayom v'la'achar Misa. Remember, the Chachamim say it might be a retraction. Mehayom, not changing my mind, l'achar Misa, you need Chalitza. Yehuda Rebbe says no. The guy says, even if he never said Im, but he said, Mehayom v'la'achar Misa, it means it's a Tanai and you don't need Chalitza, it's a good get. So what the Chiddush over here is, well, if Rebbe holds that, what does Rabbi Yossi hold when you don't say the word Mayom? And it's, it says, Imesi v'la'achar misa. Does he hold like Rebbe? Does he hold like the Chachamim? Means would he hold that it's Chalitza or you don't need anything? That's what Rav Huna's come to tell me. That Rebbe, that, that Rabbi Yossi holds like the Chachamim. That not saying Mayom is like saying Mayom and you will need Chalitza, not like Rebbe and therefore it would be a good get. That's all Rav Huna's coming to tell me. So says it more like this. Mao the same Rabbi Yossi Bahaku Rebbe Svile. You might think that Rabbi Yossi holds like Rebbe. Da Amar Gita Ma'al Yahavah. That he holds, even in a case when a person said Mahayom, Vila Misa, it's considered to be a good get. Not like the Chacham Yenid Chalitza. The Chalitza Nami Lotiboy. Kamash Malan, the low Rebbe Savalek Rabbi Yossi. That Rebbe does not hold like Rabbi Yossi. Rebbe needs a Hayom. He doesn't hold like Rabbi Yossi that's man's enough. And low Rabbi Yossi Savalek Rebbe. And Rabbi Yossi, who holds, you don't need Mahayom, he still holds when it's an ambigu- ambiguity, it's a Chalitza case, it's not a Vada get. He doesn't hold like Rebbe. Rebbe was like Rabbi Yossi, Tiktani Kazeget. We have a case where Rebbe says with Feirish, he says, this is the get. Kazeget, when it's done in this way, when you said the word Mahayom, not like Rabbi Yossi, that you don't have to say the word Mahayom. Lemiyut is Rabbi Yossi. And Rabbi Yossi, we have a proof, because Rabbi Yossi says, Kazeget, that it's a get when you said, when is it a get? When you said, Imesi. But if you wouldn't have said, Imesi, and you would have only said, uh, even if the Zman makes it like Mehayom, it still would only leave it like a case of Chalitza. Right. Exactly like Rabban. And the only thing is, you don't have to say the word Mehayom, according to Rav Yossi. That's all the point is. Moses is like this. So now, uh, and, 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 uh, let me Rebbe. Rebbe Mahi, what's the case of Rebbe? The Sanya we learned in Abraisa, Mehayom l'achar miso, get ve'en get the Rechachomim. The Rechachomim said, even though you said the word Mehayom, but if it's Mehayom l'achar me says a suffocate. Why is it a suffocate? Because you never said imesi. What did you say? You say Areza get Mahayom. Ula Achar Misa, it's a Sophaget. Rebbe Omer, no, that's a Vadaget. Hare Omer, Kazeget. But why do you use the words Kazeget? To tell me it's only because you said the words Mahayom. If you would not have used the words Mahayom, then he agrees with the Chacham, it would not have been a good get. Not like Rabbi Yossi. And Rabbi Yossi, Mahi, what's the case of Rabbi Yossi? There's none. What happens, the case was like this. Person told the agent, the, the, the sofer, So he said, write and give the get if I don't come after 12 months. Now, what's that? Within 12 months. 
I don't come within 12 months, so after 12 months, so therefore, then you give it a get and I'm divorced. Now, what happens if they wrote it before the 12 months? They gave it after the 12 months, they wrote it before. The Chachamim Shita is, is that that violates the instruction. Because they understand when he says, that even the writing has to take place after 12 months. Rabbi Yossi disagrees. He said, if he would have said, then the writing has to be after 12 months. But the fact that he front-ended it, he said, they could write it before as well. That's where Yossi disagrees. Because they hold it has to be written after 12 months. Rabbi Yosef, now why do you use the expression so the Gemara was learning that he says to the miyute to tell me that there's another kind of get that he would hold is not a good get. When would it not be a good get? When it's not clear that there was a tnai. When the person says that's the tell me that now that would not be a good get. Only when it's clear that it means it's a condition, it's stipulation, but not when it's an ambiguity. When it's a bigoty, hold on, you need chalitza. What? But he's saying the fact that he used that terminology means that it's using the same thing. By the way, the guy, the guy, uh, the guy did die over here. The guy died. All right, gentlemen. All right. We'll stop over here.